0: I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater.
1: Calling all adventure fans. Calling all Dick Tracy fans by. Dick Tracy is on the air. The makers of Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those two specially delicious quick energy cereals that are shot from guns, bring you Dick Tracy in another thrilling detective adventure. Have you noticed how specially good you feel, how full of life you are after a hearty tasty breakfast of Quaker Puffed Wheat or Quaker Puffed Rice? Well, that's because you're able to use the trigger-fast food energy of Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice so soon after you eat them. You see, those two delicious cereals are actually shot from guns right in the Quaker plant. Just picture all those big guns being loaded with lots of nourishing, sun-ripened wheat and rice. Then fired. Now, each grain of wheat and rice is exploded to eight times its size. The tiny, hard-to-digest food cells are all unlocked, made specially easy to digest so that you get the trigger-fast food energy you need to be active, healthy, athletic like Dick Tracy much more quickly and easily. Thousands of wide-awake boys and girls and grown-ups have Quaker puffed wheat one day and then Quaker puffed rice the next day for variety. Try it. Ask mother to get you a package of Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice at the grocers. And look for the store that displays the Dick Tracy headquarters sign and be sure you have a pencil and paper ready for the secret code message in today's adventure. In our last episode, we heard how Umi Batik, the Egyptian high priest of the cult of Osiris, had been released from jail and had secretly set sail for his native land, carrying within the Black Pearl of Osiris. Dick and Pat were there to see him off, and meanwhile, the mogul, head of the society of art thieves who want the Black Pearl, and Dryden Small, his henchman, managed to evade the police. Returning to their apartment after seeing Batik underway, Tracy sat down to read a while, and Pat decided to go to bed. Pat walked into the bedroom, turned on the light, and discovered that Junior was missing.
2: I'll say there's something wrong, Dick. It's Junior. He's not here. He's gone. What? Gone? Yeah. Let's see. Beds has slept in. Yeah. Look, look there, Pat. Where? The chair's been knocked off. There's got a struggle here. But who could have... Oh, Dick, what do you think? I think that the Mold girl and Dryden Small came here to find the Black Pearl. Failing to find it, they took Junior with them when they left. Oh, but why? Why did they take Junior? Well, Pat, they intend to use Junior to force me to give up the Pearls. They don't know that the Pearl is now on its way back to Egypt with Humi Batik. Oh, we certainly succeeded in keeping Batik's departure secret. Too much of a secret to be asked me if it's going to his angel, Junior. We have no way of knowing that, Pat. Well, there don't seem to be any clues. If only we knew where they'd taken
3: him. Oh, we've got to work fast, Dick.
2: Pat, it's just possible that the Mogul may be using one of his old hideouts. One of those we've already uncovered. Come on. Oh, but Dick, they wouldn't be likely to do a thing like that? Yes, they would. For the very reason that we might think they wouldn't dare
4: and neglect to investigate. Come on.
3: Going to talk, my young friend, or it'll be the worst for you. You'd better tell us all you know. I tell you, I don't know where the black pearl is. You sure you don't know? Yes, I'm sure. And if I knew, I wouldn't tell you. Why, you impertinent. Let me handle this, Maul. Now look here. We're not playing. We're serious. We intend to get that black pearl, and we're going to stop at nothing. Do you know what I mean when I say that? I don't know where the black pearl is.
4: Hmm.
3: Maybe he really doesn't know. But Tracy must know. Maybe you ought to stop questioning the boy and go to work on Tracy. All right, maybe we'll do just that. Untie the kid's hand. Now, young man, we have a little job for you to do. What kind of job are you talking about? You're going to write a note for your friend Tracy. you are going to tell him it will be a very good idea for him to turn over the black pearl to us. That unless he does... Well, I think you understand me. Yeah, I think I do. But I'm not going to write that note. So
4: you don't need to bother to untie my hand. You'll
3: write that note, my young friend. And it might be a good idea to write it before I lose my patience. <laughs> there. His hands are untied. There. Yeah. Bring him over here to the desk and sit him down. All right, boy, come on. Now, here's some pen and paper. Write as I tell you. Dear Dick, I'm held prisoner. I
5: am held prisoner.
3: Prisoner? Yeah, 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 go on. Prisoner by the Mogul and Dryden Small. By the Mogul and Dryden Small. They are forcing me to write this note. Unfortunate me. To write this note. The black pearl must be turned over to the Mughal at once. The black pearl turned over once. If it is not, I'm told it will go badly with me. If not, told it will go badly with me. Now, time it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, just one moment, let me see that note. I wrote it just as you told me to. But these numbers, these numbers you've written between some of the words, what do they mean? Those
4: numbers? Why, well... It's a code,
3: go. obviously. After the word Christmas, there's a number. And there are numbers following along after every word. He's written them very small, so we wouldn't see them too easily. It is a code, isn't it, my friend? Yes, yeah, it's a code, all right. I thought I could get a message through to Tracy, but I, I couldn't get away with it. You're too clever for me to fool mm-hmm. you. Or Perhaps I'm... he's not as bright as we thought he was, more. Trying to put an obvious trick like that on us. Now, don't try any more tricks, or you'll be sorry. Now, my young friend, you write this note to Mr. Tracy once again. This time without numbers.
2: Uh, Messages have been coming through all day on that car type. Still no clue to Junior's whereabouts.
3: Oh, I'm getting sick with worry over that kid.
2: We don't hear something soon or lot. Oh, steady, Pat, Steady. That's not helping, Junior. Well, i guess just as anxious about him as you are, but it will be a mistake for us to get panicky. We've got to keep ourselves under control. We're doing all we can. We can't do any more at the moment. Mr. Tracy? Yes? letter just came for you, sir. Rob on that. Thanks. Oh, this may be something. Pat, let's see. Here's Pat. It's a note from Junior. Oh, good. Look here. Here, Dick. i am held prisoner. Hmm. Prisoner. By the Mogul, I'm driving small. Like Pearl. You don't give it to them. It'll be the news. Let me see that. Oh, note they forced the boy to write, that's all it is. Well, where are they keeping him? How are we going to get to him? It doesn't help us at all. I'm afraid it doesn't. The contract, anyway. Let me hold that note up to the light. I want to have a look at the watermark. Here it is. Oh, Dick, are we wasting time? Pat. Yeah? I think... Yes, I'm sure. We've got something. Have you really, Dick? Is it a clue? Right after the word prison. Yeah. See that mark on the paper? Oh, or, or yes. Yeah, it as if someone had written something very hard on a piece of paper lying on top of that one. And the impression of lines came through the paper and were traced on that sheet, too. Yes, Pat, that's exactly what happened. Don't you see Junior tried to send us a message in code? He must have. But they discovered it, probably destroyed the top sheet, and forced him to rewrite the note on the next sheet of paper. Quick, give me the fingerprint powder. What do you want with that? It'll bring out fingerprints. It'll bring out those marks on the paper. It's a message in code, Pat. And we've got to find out what it is. Oh, Dick, I hope you're right. Here. Here's the fingerprint powder. I right, dust it over the paper. Quick. All right. There uh, you then, blow it away. Look, Pat, look, I was right. Numbers, numbers in each word. That's right. Now I see. Prisoner. Eight. Eighteen. Twenty three. Sixteen. Eight. Eight.
3: Thirteen. We've got it, Pat. Get Sullivan on
2: the phone. Order a squad of men. Right it.
3: Has there been any answer to the note we sent, Tracy, Mugot? Oh, no, not yet. He'll probably reply, by the way, of the newspapers. That's the only medium he can use. Don't you think I ought to go out and have a look around? No, you can't do that. Someone's got to stay here with the boy. And I can't do it. I've got an appointment myself in 15 minutes. With whom? With Number One. Number One? Uh, you're surprised, eh? Number One arrived from Europe this morning. He'll want an explanation about the black pearl. Well, I'm going now. Well, I'll go down with you and pick up the papers. No, oh, you can't leave the boy alone in here. Besides, there's no use looking for the paper yet. Tracy couldn't get an ad in the paper till tomorrow morning. Oh, I can't sit here alone playing with my thumbs. The papers will help me pass the time. The boy will be all right until I get back. He's tied up and gagged, isn't he? Well, all right. Come on. But you'd better get back here as quickly as you can. I will. And, oh, yes, don't forget to give my regards to number one.
2: Well, my young friend, they seem to have tied you up rather neatly. Let me take that gag out of your mouth. There, nasty things, gags. There you are.
4: Oh. Gee, thanks. Thanks a lot.
6: Say, who are you?
2: I come mysteriously, and I go mysteriously. I have come this time to help you escape from those who seek to hold you prisoner. You must be
1: quick. The gentleman called Small may return at any moment. You untie your hands.
4: I don't know who you are or how you got here. I sure am glad. Uh, Thanks. Gosh, you are dressed in a queer way. Big black cape, which you're holding over your face, and a big black hat. Can't see your face at all. Who are you, huh? Uh, Don't be too curious. Does it matter
2: so much who I am so long as I help you? There, your hands are unbound. Thanks a lot. Say, what's that? Police silence. Ah, yes, they're searching the houses in this block looking
4: for you. And Dick got my note. He's come. Yes,
2: and quicker than I expected. The police must not find me here, especially Dick Tracy.
4: Well, who are you? Can't you tell me that? Never mind who I am.
2: All I want to do is to aid you and your friend, Dick Tracy. I go now as
1: mysteriously as I came. Think of me as the unknown. The unknown? Who is the unknown? And you, incidentally, is the person the Mogul spoke of as number one, the person with whom he had an appointment. Well, let's hope Dick finds out soon. But now let's get ready for today's meeting of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol, brought to you by the makers of those delicious quick energy cereals, Quaker Puff Wheat and Quaker Puff Rice. Be sure you have your pencil and paper ready for the secret code message, because here is Junior now.
4: The meeting will now come to order, patrol members. Dick Tracy wants you to be expert at decoding messages, too. So I'm going to repeat today's message for you to decode. All right, Junior. Let's have it. Okay, here it is. Prisoner, 8, 18, 23, 16, 8. 8, 13. I'll repeat that once more. Are you ready? It's Prisoner, 8, 18, 23, 16, 8, 8, 13.
1: Now you can decode that with your secret Dick Tracy code book. And by the way, I want to tell you that if you want a Dick Tracy secret ring like Junior's, you better send for it right away. They're going like hotcakes. I don't wonder, Mr. Quaker, man. It sure is a wonderful ring, isn't it? It certainly is. And the fellows and girls are mighty lucky to get beautiful, heavy, gold-plated Dick Tracy secret rings free. And with a secret compartment that you can keep secret messages in, too. Boy, I'm glad I've got one. It's something to have a good picture of Dick Tracy, too. Like the one on the ring. I'll say it is. So don't wait till it's too late, fellas and girls. Act now. Get your five Quaker puff sweet or Quaker puffed rice box tops and mail them to Dick Tracy, Boxdale, Chicago, right away. And remember, you can get a swell Dick Tracy bangle bracelet, too. That's right. It's gold-plated, too, like the ring. And there are pictures of Dick Tracy and Junior and a lucky four-leaf clover on the charms. It's the very latest, smartest things, girls, so mail five Quaker Puff Tweets or Quaker Puff Rice box tops for a Dick Tracy bangle bracelet or for a Dick Tracy secret ring to Dick Tracy Boxdale, Chicago. Now, if you want both the secret ring and the bracelet, send ten Quaker Puff Tweets or Quaker Puff Rice box tops. Enclose your name and address, printed on a plain piece of paper, and state whether you want the ring, the bracelet, or both. Bot from guns. That's the way Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice, those two delicious quick energy cereals, are made to make them specially easy to the jets. So be sure there's always some Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice in your pantry. Ask Mother to get some from the grocer. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at the same time. That is all.
4: Process.
5: Ooh,
4: yeah,
7: let me tell you something right here, uh. Uh-huh. it's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, with an exclusive loot box surprises, and to every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy, uh-huh. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, cowabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box, woohoo!
0: Browsers! With crits huh? wow, starting as large as 1199 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors To get your geek on, head over to PhoenixMedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X-Media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate! Dig it! or tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
1: Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans, stand by, Dick Tracy is on the air. Now, the makers of Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice, those two specially delicious quick-energy cereals that are shot from guns, bring you another thrilling Dick Tracy adventure. Are you good at games, one of the best in your crowd, or do you get left out of a lot of fun because you can't keep up with the rest of the crowd? Well, Dick Tracy wants you to be one of the best, one of those lucky boys or girls who's just as alive with trigger-fast energy as Dick Tracy is himself. And I know you want to be, too. And that's why you always hear the big guns on these thrilling Dick Tracy programs. They remind you to get the trigger-fast food energy you need from hearty, tempting breakfasts of Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice every day. Those two delicious cereals really are shot from big guns, not just to make them look different and taste better than ordinary cereals, but to make them specially easy to digest so that thousands of active boys and girls and grown-ups get lots of trigger-fast food energy every day in breakfast that tastes extra good. And remember, mother's always glad and so is dad when there's a big dish of crisp, delicious Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice for breakfast. So be sure to ask Mother to get some for all of you from the grocer. Yesterday, we heard how Junior had been taken prisoner by the Mogul and Dryden Small, members of the Society of Art Thieves. Junior communicated with Dick Tracy through the special code. Tracy and his men arrived at the scene where Junior was held captive. But another person arrived first, a man wearing a large black hat and a large black cape with which he covered his face. This unknown person, Freed Jr., and assured him that his only desire was to help him and Tracy.
3: You are free
4: to go. Now I must leave you. Say, hey, wait a minute. Vick will want to thank you for what you've done. Don't go. Home. No, I must. The police mustn't find me here, especially Dick Tracy. I don't understand. You've done me a good turn. Why should you be afraid of the police? And who are you? For? I go as mysteriously as I came. Think of me as the unknown. All right, now, I wonder who he was. Yeah, I've known him to call himself. Well, anyway, he helped me. If I hadn't been for him, I'd still be tied and gagged. He must be all right. Oh, gosh, they're looking for me. i got to get out into the street. Hey, Dick! Dick! Junior! Junior, are you all right, boy? Yeah, sure, I'm fine, oh, Dick. Thank heaven. <laughs> you got my message, didn't you? Yes, yes, we got your message. That's how we got here. Well, so you found them, Dick. Hello, Pat. Hello, Junior. Talk about being pleased to see anybody. I'm certainly pleased to see you, boy. Tell me, how did you get away from small and the mo'go? Oh, they left the places for a while and they had me tied and gagged in another room. Well, I was trying to get free, see, when the door opened up. And in comes this fellow dressed in a big black cape with a with a black hat and a wide brim. He untied me and set me free. What did he look like, Junior? Well, I don't know, Dick. He kept his face concealed behind the black cape. He said he was afraid to meet the police and that he had to go as mysteriously as he came. Those are his exact words. And he also said we could call him the unknown. The unknown? Uh Uh-huh. Does it make sense to you, Dick? No, no, not yet, I must confess. Well, if it hadn't been for him, I wouldn't have been able to get away. Oh, and Dick, before I forget it. Yeah? I could overhear a little of what Small and the McGull were talking about in the next room. And I heard the McGull say something about number one being in town.
6: Number one,
3: huh? Uh -huh.
2: Uh-huh. That's... That convinces me I'm right. About what? About there being someone behind the Mogul. A power at the head of the ring of our treasure thieves. Number one must be that power.
3: Well, I hope you're right.
2: But I wouldn't know whether you were or not. This thing is getting too deep for me. What was number one, the Mogul, dry and small, and now this unknown. Dick, does it make sense to you? Well, it's going to make sense by the time I'm through. I'm going to find out the relationship between this whole crew and their connection with the art treasure racket. There's only one thing to do, and we're going to get started on it right now. Started doing what, Dick? We're going to get in touch with every art dealer and every collector in town. We're going to find out where they've been buying their merchandise and from whom. It's going to mean a lot of detail work and a lot of digging. We're not going to let that discourage us. We're going to dig until we unearth the crooks and the power behind them. Hello, Pat. Hi. Any messages? No, none at all. What were you today? Well, I've spent the day talking with art dealers and wealthy collectors. Those I could get to see anyway. Pick up any helpful information? No, not yet, Pat. But I'm hoping to. It'll take a little time, of course. We'll have to examine a mass of data and go through a great many records. I had a very interesting interview with Mirzo Bredwick. Mirzo Bredwick? Hmm. Huh. With a name like that, he ought to be interesting. Who is he? Well, Mirzo Bredwick, Pat, is one of the world's leading recognized authorities on art. He's not only an authority on original works of art, but he possesses a remarkable knowledge of imitations that have been made and sold in the past few years. He promised to let me have a look at his files and to offer me his full cooperation. His assistance ought to prove invaluable. Oh, I should think it would. Any further reports on the Mogul and Dryden Smalls? No, some of the boys waited for them for several hours near the house in which they kept Junior, but they didn't show up. Too bear we had to rush that place. If we'd been able to make a quiet raid, we wouldn't have warned them and frightened them off. Well, Junior's safety was all that mattered. At that moment, it was more important to rescue him than it was to trap small and the Mogul. Hey, you seem to have something on your mind, Dick. Yes, yes, I have. No, Pat, I can't get this unknown who Junior out of my mind. Junior's description of him does make him out rather a queer bird. And the things he did and the things he said don't fit somehow. I mean, on one hand, he helps Junior escape from the Mogul and Dryden small and tells Junior that all he wants to do is to help us. And then he runs away the moment he knows the police are on the scene. Yes, yes, that is inconsistent, isn't it? One to help the police and at the same time obviously in fear of them. The unknown seems to know us, and I have a feeling that we know him. We're going to be rather shocked when we find out who he is. If we find out who he is, can you make a guess as to who he is, Dick? Too bad Junior couldn't get a look at his face. I haven't enough information at the moment to make a very accurate guess, so I won't make any. The unknown, number one, all this mystery. This business of hunting people whose identity you don't know, I don't like it. I don't either, much. But then, whether we like it or not, we've got a job to do. Unless I miss my guess, it's not going to be an easy job.
3: hello yes oh it's you my uh, yes this is small you say number one wants to see well, what's it about it's not about that, that black curl, is it because it wasn't my fault you know what oh it's about something else all right well, where do i go i see number one's sending the chauffeur to pick me up all right he knows enough to be careful, doesn't he? The people are coming to the city for us. All right. Hmm. I wonder what number one wants to see me about. Number one said it wasn't about the black pearl. What? I wonder who that could be. That chauffeur couldn't have got here that quickly. That's a knock, all right. Let's do the chauffeur. No one else would know the signal. Just a moment. Coming. What? Good evening, Dryden Small. Uh, who, uh, Have what? I uh, startled you? Uh, who, who, who are you? You may call me
2: the unknown.
3: The, the unknown? How do you know the signal? What, uh, uh, what do you want?
2: I want you.
3: Well, I, I've done nothing. Nothing, I tell you. I... Why do you turn so deathly white? Why do you tremble so? Is it
2: possible that you are afraid of me? You take that cape away from your face. Let me see who you are. Never mind about that. You wouldn't know me anyway. I see you were preparing to go out. Excellent. We shall go out together. Where to? Where do you want to take me? Why be so curious, Dryden Small? We will be together, will we not? Surely my company will be a delight to
3: you. I don't know who you are, but you'd better get out of here. I've got a gun. And... I
2: do have a gun under my cape. I have had it pointed at you all the while we talk uh, Come, come. Do not hurt my feelings by refusing to accompany me. I may begin to
3: resent it.
1: You wouldn't want to stir up my resentment,
3: guidance more, would you?
1: Now, uh, will you come quietly?
3: I, I, I'll come, I'll come. Of course you will.
1: I knew you wouldn't want to hurt my
3: feelings.
2: And that's the layout, as I see it, Pat. At the head of this huge ring of art thieves and art counterfeiters is a single controlling power. That the power is known to its confederates as number one. This ring, I'm convinced, is not limited to local operations. It's a gigantic, widespread international organization. Hey, you make it sound like a man-sized job is staring it in the face. However, I'm not going to be very much help to you. I haven't got your endurance, you know. And even you aren't a man of iron. Although I'll bet many a crook has learned to think so. Hey, what do you say? Let's go home. Yeah, not a bad idea. Come on. Oh, I'm dead. How about stopping for a cup of coffee? Fine, wait till I get my coat. All right, everything seems to be in order. Put that light out in there, will you, Pat? Okay. All right. Let's lock up and get going. Huh. That's all. We were through for the day. I hope this doesn't mean more trouble. Well, trouble or not, we'll have to answer it. Tracy speaking. Hello, Mr. Tracy. I'm glad I caught you at your office. Who is this? What can I do for you? This is the unknown, Mr. Tracy. Oh. Well, I'm indebted to you, I believe, for what you did last night for my war, Dick Tracy Jr. My home, but... There's a surprise waiting for you there. That's all I can say at this time. Goodbye. Who was that? The unknown. The... Come on, Pat, come on. We've got to get to the apartment of quickly if What do you think it is? I don't know. But he said it was a surprise. That unknown promises to be something
4: of a surprise himself, it seems to me.
2: Well, here we are. We'll know in a moment. Put your the light, then.
3: Eh. Hmm. I don't see anything.
2: No, nothing in here. Try the bedroom. Huh, not a thing. Can't understand this. he said. Wait a minute, what was that? Stick to someone in that closet. Uh-huh. We'll soon know who or what it is. Small. Dried and small, bound and gagged. Yes. There's a note pinned to his coat. What's it say? It says that with a the of the unknown.
1: Who is the unknown? Do you know and why does he help the police and yet run away from them? Who is number one? There are a lot of things we don't know yet. But now let's stand by for your Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting, brought to you again by the makers of Quaker Puff Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those delicious cereals that are shot from guns to give you quick energy like Dick Tracy. All right, Junior.
4: The meeting will now come to order, patrol members. And the first thing I want to say is this. If you haven't sent for your Dick Tracy secret ring yet, do it right away before they're all gone. If you could see the way the letters are pouring
1: in for those secret rings, you would be amazed.
4: And if you see some other boy or girl wearing a Dick Tracy secret ring and then can't get one because they're all gone, you'll be mighty sorry.
1: It's really a beautiful ring, too. Your friends certainly envy you when you wear it. It's plated with 14 karat gold, and the big handsome signet with Dick Tracy's picture on it is really a secret compartment for carrying secret messages and notes.
4: That's where Dick kept the Pearl of Osiris.
1: And I'll bet that's where you keep your girl's picture, Junior.
4: Oh, I haven't got a girl.
1: Well, that's too bad, because lots of boys do have a girl, and because now you could tell her how to get one of those smart new Dick Tracy bangle bracelets.
4: Yes, sir. I could help her get a Dick Tracy secret ring and a Dick Tracy bracelet, too.
1: Well, then it's too bad you're such a confirmed bachelor, Junior. Think what some girl is missing.
4: Oh, I don't know. Thousands of girls and boys are getting their swell Dick Tracy secret ring or Dick Tracy bangle bracelet free.
1: You're right. Now, here's all you do, boys and girls. Just tear the tops off five packages of Quaker Puff wheat or Quaker Puff rice as soon as they're empty, and mail the five box tops to Dick Tracy Box L Chicago for either the secret ring or the bangle bracelet. Enclose your name and address printed on a plain piece of paper, and be sure to state whether you want the Dick Tracy secret ring or the Dick Tracy bracelet or both. But be sure to send five Quaker Puff Tweet or Quaker puffed Rice box tops for each one to Dick Tracy, Box Ale, Chicago. Those big guns are busy making delicious, nourishing Quaker Puff Tweet and Quaker Puff Rice for you. Eat some every day and send your box tops right away. Look for the store that displays the Dick Tracy headquarters sign. Ask Mother to get you some Quaker Puff Tweet and Quaker Puff Rice from the grocer. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure Monday at this same time. That is all.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media.
2: The actual tree is destroyed in Not even the United States can afford to lose that much lumber. And 70% of the fires were caused by human carelessness. Now, here's what you can do to help prevent fires when you're out in the woods. After using a match, blow it out. Break it in two. Pinch the burnt end until you're sure it's dead. You can be certain the match will be harmless because you won't care to pinch your burnt end while it's still hot. And make sure you put out any fire you might build before you leave it. In this way, you'll do your part in conserving our forest. And now, stick Tracy. I walked out onto the center of the stage and called to the stage manager. Vitamin. I said to him, "My good man, I know the line. What is the name of the play we are doing? Vitamin. Uh, yes, my love?
3: Tracy is asleep, dear.
2: <coughs> asleep? <laughs> Gad. do you mean to say that I've been telling that story to myself all this time?
3: You didn't seem to mind, darling.
2: Uh, oh, yes, I didn't, did I? Uh, what? What? Tracy, old man, wake up! Wake up! Uh, 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 What's up?
3: You, Tracy, you've been asleep.
2: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What time is it? Uh, Half after two, old man. Oh, good heavens, I've got an early conference with the fire commissioner in the morning. I've got to run. Um, May I have my coat and hat, vitamin? Of course, old man, I'll get it for you. Well, I had a nice time at your party, Snowflake.
3: Oh, even if you did fall asleep?
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Snowflake but that series of fires we've been having in the city lately has kept me going day and night. You see, we suspect they're more than accidents. Here's your hat and coat, old fellow. Oh, thanks, Whiteman. Well, oh, you're a wonderful cook, Snowflake. No. no, no. <laughs> well, thanks again for asking me over to dinner. Good night. Oh, the telephone. Pardon me. This is the Flint Hart apartment. Flint Hart speaking. Hi, Flint. Let me speak to Tracy, will you? Why, Gravel Gertie?
8: Who'd you think it was, Greer Garson? Let me speak with Tracy. They told me he was at your flat.
2: Well, yes, he is Gertie. Hold on, I'll get him. It's for you, old man. Gravel Goody. Here. Oh, thanks, Spiderman. Hello, Goody.
8: Look, Tracy, I've been trying to call you ever since the big fire started. Big I... fire? Where? Over here on River Street, one hundred one, where all those warehouses is. Well, how
2: long's it been burning?
8: About a half hour, Tracy. It looks pretty bad. I've got an idea. Everything ain't strictly on the up and up, see. I'm worried that my junkyard will up. And
2: well, it's don't up. tell me about it over the phone. I'll be right over. Yes, I know there have been a great many fires down in the warehouse district, old man. But what makes you suspect foul play? Fires like that don't just happen, vitamin. There's some reason behind all this. Did you hear that, Tracy? We must be getting close. Look at the sky up ahead, Vitamon. Gee, Gad hadn't noticed. The fire makes it as bright as midday. Vitamin six people have died since those fires started. I'd like to get my hands on the one who's causing them. Oh, I see, old man. Isn't that a woman standing in the middle of the street just ahead of there? Oh, yes. It, well, it's uh, Gravel Gertie. Stop the car, Vitamon. Uh, Gertie! Uh, Gravel Gertie! Uh,
8: is that you, Tracy? I've been waiting here for you. Oh, what is it, Gertie? I think I got an idea about why them fires are being started, Tracy. You have? Yeah. You see that, shot? Well, that's mine. And you see that yard piled high with scraps and junk? Well, that's also mine. Just read that there sign up there, will you?
2: Gravel Gooty. Dealer in junk and factory scraps. I buy and sell anything.
8: You're in business? Yeah, Tracy. And I'm doing okay, thing. Hmm, factory scraps and junk. What's the matter with it, Flinthead? Nothing. Nothing at all, my dear woman. Then shut up. And stop making with the raised eyebrow department.
2: Well, what did you want to tell me, Gertie? I want to get over to the fire.
8: Well, this. Some guy wants to get this here place away from me.
2: But I can't understand why.
8: Look, Flintbrain. Brain, I told you before to shut up. Now you're going to do it or will I have to give you a hit in the head?
2: Sorry. Well, come on, Gertie. Tell us the story.
8: Well, this here guy comes around about a month ago and he asked me if I want to sell my lease. He wants to buy up the property around here, see? Go on. I tell him I ain't interested. And then he gets sore. Yes? First, he offers more money. Then he starts making with the threat.
2: Well, what did he say? Like what?
8: Like he was going to have this here piece of property a route. That he needed it. Also, he says he needs some other property along the river here where the warehouses is. And he's going to get hold of that, too. That he had ways to get it.
2: I see. What's his name?
8: Oh, uh, wait now. got his card here. Yeah, i got it in my pocket. Now, let me see. Oh, yeah. Here it is.
2: J.P. Doom. Real estate, 209 River Street. Why, that's only a block or two from here. J.P. Doom. I know that name. I don't quite follow all this old man. Do you suspect this Doom person of setting the fire? I don't know yet, Vitamin. There's that possibility. He's a shady character, mixed up in politics. So what could he hope to gain by getting this property, old sleuth?
8: Boy, Flint Topper, you, Ted. Look, there's been so many fires around this here neighborhood, you can't get insurance no more. Property owners are getting scared. So they sell out at this guy Doom's price. So he gets what he wants.
2: And what he wants is that river property. You know, Vitamin, there's a rumor afoot that the city is going to put the new superhighway through here. Well, in that case, Doom will be able to name his own price and get it.
8: Are you going to the fire now, Tracy?
2: No, Gertie. We're going to investigate the office of J.P. Doom. Get
6: away from that window, Hotfoot. Stop watching that fire. Not watch it. It's beautiful. Beautiful. And it's mine. I made it. You know, Doom, I think he enjoys watching them fires. We make more than the money you pay us to make them. Listen, you. I don't want to hear you say that. Well, why not? It's true, ain't it? Don't
2: say it. Suppose someone want to hear you.
1: At 3 o'clock in the morning in your office?
2: Why, there ain't nobody in this here building at this hour. Just the same, don't say <laughs> it. <laughs>
6: They'll never stop it. It'll burn and burn and burn until there's nothing left. Listen, Hotfoot, you should never have come back here to my office. Suppose you've been seen. Nobody ever sees me make my fires, Doom. I am an artist. The fires don't start till Gimmick and I are out of the neighborhood at least one hour. Yeah, yeah, I gotta hand that to you, Hotfoot. You got the elephant angle worked out fine. That's because I'm smart. Smart. Well, Doom... What next? What do we burn tomorrow night? Nothing. Nothing, but you. We're mean... laying low for a few weeks. The police have been snooping around this district like a pack of bloodhounds. They'll never catch me. I'm too clever for them. No, 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 no. no look, Carfoot. I think Doom's right. Take it easy for a while till the heat's on. Don't forget, Tracy's working on this case. <laughs> Tracy. I'd like to match wits with Dick Tracy. Yeah? Well, I wouldn't. Someone knocked.
3: Yeah. How did
6: anyone know we was here? The light's out. Not the light from my fire. It lights up the whole city. He's trying to unlock the door. Who's
2: there? Open up in the... Go in the other office. You can slip out the other door after he comes in here. Close the door quietly. Right.
6: Come on. All right, I'm coming.
2: Yeah? J.P. Doom? Yeah. What, what do you mean by trying to break into my office? I'm Dick Tracy of the police. I thought I saw some men come in here. Thought I'd investigate. Oh. I see. Come in, Mr. Tracy. Come in. Well, oh, thanks. And shut the door No one here but me, Mr. Tracy Rather late to be at your office, Mr. Doom, isn't it? Why, yes, Mr. Tracy But when I heard there was another fire down here I came right over Like fires, Mr. Doom? Like them? I know, Mr. Tracy But you see, I, I own considerable property down here And you're trying to buy more? Yeah. Anything criminal in that, Mr. Tracy? Depends on the method you use, me fine fella. Uh, Vitamin. But Tracy, Gravel Gertie said he made threats. Vitamin, let me handle this. Uh, oh, yes, quite close seat, old man. Well, Mr. Doom, you heard what Mr. Flinthart said. I assure you, Mr. Tracy, I never threatened Gravel Gertie. I tried to purchase the lease, yes, but that's all. Well, Mr. Doom, it's your word against hers. But I'm going to get to the bottom of this whole business. Surely you don't suspect me of having anything to do with these terrible fires. I don't know, Mr. Doom. I don't know yet. But I'm going to find out. Come on, vitamin. Right behind you, Tracy, old traitor. Oh, by the way, Doom. Yeah? Perhaps you've heard the rumor that the city is putting the new superhighway through that property you've been trying to buy up. Could that have anything to do with the fires?
5: Yeah.
6: Gravel garden. yeah. Huh? Who's there? Don't get excited. It's us, Hotfoot and Gimmick. Mm. I thought you'd gone. Hotfoot wanted to hear what Tracy had to say, so we listened. It's just as well you
2: didn't go, boys. Oh, yeah. Remember? I said no fires for a while? Yeah.
6: Well, that's out. I know, I know. You want to get rid of Tracy, right? Yeah. But first, we've got to get rid of Gravel Gertie.
2: It would be a most unfortunate accident if... Her place would
6: burn down.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) It would be most unfortunate if her place would burn down. With her in it.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. And now,
2: Dick Tracy! This is Dick Tracy. Stand by for action. Let's go, man. Let's return to Dick Tracy and The Case of the Firebug Murders.
8: Oh, my darling Nellie Gray, they have taken her away. Mm, such a mess, such a mess. And I'll never see my Nellie anymore. Ah, a man's wife from sun to sun. A woman's it's never done. Ain't it the truth? Now, who can that be? At this time of night, too. Well, don't get in an uproar. I'm coming. Oh, hello, Gertie. Oh, snowflake. Come on in, dearie. Come in. I wasn't expecting no visitors. You see, I was just about ready to hit the hay. Ain't this shack a mess? Gertie, have you seen Vitamin this evening? Vitamin? No. Him and Tracy was here last night, but they—you
3: haven't seen him?
8: Not tonight, I ain't. Tracy was around the neighborhood this afternoon. i looking around, but uh, your husband wasn't with him. Oh dear! Well, what's the matter, dearie?
3: he? Went out after lunch to see his agent. He said, and here it is eleven o'clock at night, and I haven't heard a word from him.
8: Now, ain't that just like a man? Well, what made you think he was here?
3: He told me that he and Tracy had been here to see you last night. And you think he's with Tracy tonight, huh? I don't know, Gertie. I don't know. I tried to reach
8: Tracy, but he wasn't in his office. They maybe that's him now. Just a minute, Jerry. Yeah?
6: Hello, Gertie. Remember me?
8: Oh, remember? How could I forget my best customer? Come in, come in.
6: Come on in, Jimmy. Yeah. <sighs>
8: Now, what can I do for you, two gents? The regular order? 15 pounds of magnesia scraps?
6: <laughs> yeah, Gordy. Uh, that's right, huh, Hotfoot? No gimmick. Hmm? We want a double order tonight. Double? Yeah.
8: Okay. I got at least a ton of that stuff. Bought it from that small parts factory. I was. A... Oh, I beg your pardon. This is Mrs. Flintheart. This is two customers of mine, Hotfoot and Gimmick.
3: How do you do? How do you, oh. do you do? I'll get the scraps for you. I got them back here.
6: Did you say Flintheart?
3: Yes. Do you know my husband?
6: No, Mrs. Flintheart. <laughs> we don't know him, Mrs. Flintheart, but... Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, we nearly met him last night. Didn't we, Gimmick? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was with Tracy.
3: Oh, you haven't seen him this evening?
6: No, lady, we ain't seen him. But we'd like to.
3: Oh, Fine gents, you doll. Letting a lady look
8: a heavy box like this without trying
6: to help her... Oh, sorry, Gertie. Here, let Gimmick take that.
8: Yes. Yeah. Till right now. Well, there you start. 30 pounds of magnesium scrap. Now, that'll be, uh, let me see now. 25 cents a pound. Four goes into 15. Carry the
6: one. Uh. $6.35. Okay, Gertie. Give it the money, Gimme.
8: Say, uh, but, yeah, by the way, uh, what do you use this here stuff for?
6: We treat this with special chemicals. To set fires.
8: Oh, sure, to set fires. Why didn't I know? What?
6: Sure, Gertie. We set all the fires in this neighborhood.
8: Oh, why, you dirty so-and-sos. I'm going out and call Dick Tracy on the payphone and tell him. He ain't
6: going to go out and leave this here check, Gertie. He's got a gun. That's right. Okay, give me. Tie him up. Oh,
8: you ain't going to get away with this when I tell Dick Tracy. You're My not going to
6: tell anyone anything again, Gertie. Because we're going to shut you up forever.
5: Oh! <laughs>
2: Police headquarters, Tracy speaking. Oh, Tracy, old man, found you at last. I've been trying to get you for the last 20 minutes. Well, I just go back to my office, Vitamin. What is it? Snowflakes, not at the apartment. What happened? She go home to Mother? Oh, no, nothing like that. She thought she... I was with you and went out to find us. I've been with me theatrical agent all day. I forgot to call her and tell her. Well, she'll be home soon, Vitamin. Good night. I'm going home and get some rest. Wait a minute, Tracy. She's gone to Gravel Curti's shack. Left me a note saying that gravel Gertie's. I'm worried, old man. Remember you told me last night that you were going to keep a watch on Gertie's place for fear J.P. Doom would try to get even with her for telling you... About his threats. It completely slipped my mind. I've been so busy today. Do You think there's any danger, old man? I'm afraid maybe there is, vitamin. What shall I do, Tracy? My poor dear wife is there. Vitamin, meet me in front of your hotel in five minutes. We're going to gravel Gertie's, and I hope we won't be too late. (laughs) No, Answer, old sloop. Do you think she's home? Well, there seems to be some sort of light inside. I can't see anything through the window. It's too sooty. Oh, stand back, Vitamin. I'm going to crack that door open. <coughs> uh, once more ought to do the trick. <coughs> well, I don't see. <coughs> Good heavens! Look, Tracy. Snowflake and Gertie bound and gagged. Oh, my darling, it's a wife. Get the gags off them, Vitamin. I'll uh, put that candle out. We didn't get here a minute too soon. Those magnesium scraps would have caught fire, and then... Hear me, love, now you can speak. Oh,
3: oh vitamins, vitamins. Oh, miss a miss oh miss yes, miss take a... the gag out of Gertie's mouth, vitamin, darling. Oh, yes, of course, me love. <clears throat> there. Tracy, <Hershey>, they must have <coughs> trying to kill us. They tied us up, then they was oh, going wait to. Wait
8: expect- a minute,
2: Gertie, wait a minute. Not so fast. Who tied you up and who wanted to kill you?
8: Them two what? Hot and gimmick. They come in here and then they then
6: shot Then what? Oh. Freeze, Tracy. That's them, Tracy. No, don't turn around, Tracy. Just stand there and keep your hands up. That's right. Okay, gimmick. Looks like we got them all. Yeah, Doom won't have nothing to worry about now. You see, Tracy, we were waiting across the street to see whether the women would be able to escape.
0: Then we saw you
6: and Flinthard drive up and... Uh... <laughs> We couldn't pass up that golden opportunity, could we?
2: So it is J.P. Doom, eh?
6: That's right, Tracy. But now you'll never be able to bother him again. Or us either. Kitty's gonna give me. Right, Hartfoot. Oh, sure, sure. Now you... got <laughs> hold of me, we'll hey, Stop that.
3: And... Oh, Tracy. Tracy, he's down. Oh,
6: dear. <laughs> Tracy thought he'd try something, he? Okay, gimme. Now tie them all up good. Yeah, yeah. I want the gags again? No. No gags. They can yell all they want for now. It will all be over very soon. <laughs> no one will hear them.
2: How is Tracy, my dear? I can't see him. They have me tied to this chair and I'm facing the other way.
3: He's still unconscious, fighting him in. Tracy! Tracy, please, wake up, Tracy. If I ever get
8: out of this here place alive, I'm going to make them two rats rich they were never born. The
2: candle is rapidly running out, or is it the sand of time?
8: Tracy! Tracy! That there candle's getting mighty low, close to that there magnesia. Out,
2: out, brief candle. Life is but a walking shadow. A poor player who struts and frets his weary hour upon the stage, and then is heard. No more. Ah,
8: shut up. Ain't it
2: bad enough to have to die? Do you have to make with a torture, too? Why, me good woman, I was quoting oh.
8: Tracy,
3: he's waking up.
2: Oh, my head.
3: Tracy, Tracy! Oh, where am I? We're all here in Gertie's shack.
2: Tied up, waiting for the end, old man. What's that? In a moment, the candle will ignite the magnesium scraps, and then we. Oh, I've got to get these rocks off my hands. Tracy,
3: it's no use. We've been trying to get our own ropes off for the last 20 minutes while you were unconscious. Yeah, can't
8: be did Tracy.
2: In my language, there's no such word as can't. It's impossible, old friend. Well, he certainly did a good job. We've got to get out of here before that candle burns. I've got it. Got what, old Houdini?
1: I wonder if I can roll over to the candle.
3: Tracy, what are you going to do? I'm going to
2: try to burn the ropes off my hands by holding them over the candle flame.
8: Good idea, Tracy. But careful with the candle. If it gets knocked over into them scraps, this place will go up so fast and we won't know what happened.
2: I've got to take that chance. Got it yet, old Smokey? Uh, uh, there. Now.
6: Oh, hurry, Tracy, hurry. The candle's so low. The stuff will catch fire in a minute.
2: Come on, come on. Burn through. Burn through. The ropes have got to burn through. <laughs> Doesn't it burn? Why doesn't it burn? I thought you said the shack would burn down in about twenty minutes. What's taking so long? It well,
6: it will. Don't be impatient. It should go up in about thirty seconds. Come over here to the back window of the office and see it happen. No, no, I don't want to see it. You come over here, gimmick. Come on. It'll make quite a sight. No, I, I don't want to see it here. The candle is very short, and what a blaze it will make! The shack is full of oily waste rags and magnesium scraps. It'll be the biggest blaze I've ever set. Come away from that office window. Someone might see you. What are you so nervous about, Doom? You're getting everything just the way you want tonight. Tracy and the others out of the way. And now you're in the clear. What about my conscience? Conscience? Have you got a conscience? Oh, no, 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 cut it out. This ain't no time to argue. We all gotta hang together now. We're in pretty deep. Hang together. Yeah. What an unpleasant way of putting it. But don't think you can get rid of us, J.P. We are going to stick around. Gosh, Gosh look at the sky. Huh? It's all lit up. The shack's caught fire. Huh? Yes. Come on. Let's watch it from the window. Yeah. Hey, look at it burn.
2: Well, that's the end of Dick Tracy, boys. He'll never bother us again. Oh, All right, hey, Trace. Trace. You? Oh, Tracy. Oh, Tracy, keep your hands up, old murder. You too, Hartford. Come on in, Vitamin. Right, old priority eater. Take their guns away while I keep them covered. Yes, tracy old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you laughing at, Hartford?
6: <laughs> I just remembered something, Tracy. <laughs> something very funny. You can take your hand out of your coat pocket. If you haven't got a gun. We took it away from you. Good It's discovered. Now you get your hands up, Tracy. I'm boss now. Tracy, he's got your gun. Hey, he
2: grab the chair. Look out. <laughs> hey, he you. <laughs> what? No, <hell>, old man. <laughs>
5: oh. <laughs> two thousand ones to go. Stop.
2: Stop. I give up. I give up. Okay, Mr. Doom. Okay. Vitamin. Yes, old slugger. What a battle, old man. The hot foot and gimmick out in two punches. What a battle. All right. Get on the phone, vitamin. Call headquarters. Tell them to send a trap over here to pick up three rats. Quite so! We did it again, didn't we, old gumshoe? Yes, I guess we did, Vitamin. The next time these boys come in contact with anything hot, it'll be the chair in the death house of the state prison.
1: Dick Tracy now. This electrically transcribed series of thrilling Dick Tracy detective adventures is brought to you by Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice, those specially delicious nourishing cereals that give you trigger fast food energy because they're shot from guns. Remember the sound of those big Quaker guns the next time you sit down to a tempting dish of crisp, crunchy puffed wheat or puffed rice for breakfast. And remember the special Quaker process and moisture-proof package that makes Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice so firm and plump, so much more delightful than ordinary cereals. Puffed wheat and puffed rice are especially easy to digest, too. Each grain of sun-ripened wheat or rice is actually exploded to eight times its normal size as it's shot from the guns. Each tiny, hard-to-digest food cell is unlocked. But all its quick food energy, all its goodness, is retained and released to you much more quickly and easily. So join the thousands of happy, healthy puffed wheat and puffed rice fans tomorrow morning. Enjoy the tasty, nut-like flavors of those two swell cereals. Eat puffed wheat one morning, and then puffed rice the next. Ask Mother to get a package of each from the grocer displaying the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol Headquarters sign right away. The notorious outlaw of the Great Northwest, Vernon Kyle, has terrorized the inhabitants of the town of Pitchblend in the Yukon into sharing their mines with him. Kyle planned to force the miners to ship their Pitchblende ore containing radium to Peel River by way of his airplane instead of dog sled, obliging them to pay very highly for the privilege. Dick Tracy's arrival inspired the downtrodden miners to refuse. Naturally, Kyle's next move is to do away with Dick Tracy. In our last episode, Dick was sitting in the cabin of Captain McKean of the Northwest Mounted Police when he noticed a sinister figure lurking at the window. Dick immediately started talking to Junior in code. What was Dick saying? Hey, why all this
2: talk about football? If you fellas have run out of things to talk about, well, we can deal some three-handed bridge. Well, Captain, Junior and I are just brushing up on... Now, Junior, now! You fired the shot. And without turning around. Quick, outside. Uh, Tracy, did you expect to hit anything firing over your shoulder we'll like talk that? talk later, McKeon. Come on. Oh, oh my shoulder. Ah. My shoulder. Lucky for you, oh. it only was your shoulder. The next time you try to shoot someone through a window, my friend, don't make the mistake of letting your target see you first. Tracy, I don't get all this. Who is this man? McKeon, our wounded friend here was sent by Vernon Kyle with instructions to kill me, which he tried to do by shooting at me through the window. Fortunately, I caught a glimpse of him in the mirror over the mantelpiece. Yeah, and it's a good thing I ducked when I did, too. I'll say it was. Dick, that was some shooting. Well, it was a long chance, Pat. Fortunately, it worked. Well, my friend, what have you got to say for yourself? I wasn't going to shoot you. I swear I wasn't. Oh, no, no. Of course not. You were carrying this rifle and pointing it at me through the window in a spirit of good, clean fun. Well, what are you going to do with this fellow, Dick? I think we better lock him up. i key in after you see that he gets first aid. Not that he's badly hurt. I wouldn't be surprised if you were one of the men who ganged up an old man Weir. Trying to kill someone by shooting from behind, as he try to do me, or ganging up on a defenseless old man like Weir, that's the sort of dirty work that go together. Well, there's no thanks to these rats that old man Weir is going to be all right. By the way, Tracy, Weir said he wanted to see you, wants uh, to have a talk with you. Good. I'll go along to the doctor's with you then. Come along, Pat. Yeah. Over there. Well, William,
7: I'm glad to see you're feeling so much better. Hey, thank you, Mr. Tracy. The doctor's taking excellent care of me. I thought I was a goner after the way Torp and his mob beat me up. Well, I think I can go back to my shack tonight. I, I, I tell me, I understand you got Torp. Did you get the others who helped him beat me up? Yes, we arrested Torp,
2: all right, but our friend Kyle was afraid Torp might be indiscreet enough to talk. So he, well, he took the precaution of... Silencing him forever.
7: You mean Kyle actually... I mean
2: that while Torp was in jail, Kyle had him put out of the way. Do
7: you realize what Kyle's doing in this town? Do you realize that he's about ruined us miners? Well, first he forced us to turn over 50% of our claims to him. 50% for doing nothing. Absolutely nothing. And now I hear he's going to try and force us to ship the stuff by airplane. His airplane. And charge us another 40%. Well,
2: I'm afraid Carl isn't going to find that so easy. I spoke to the miners this afternoon, but they're not going to use Carl's airplane. For once, they're going to fight back, and we're going to help. Tomorrow, they're going to take the first shipment to Peel River by dog sled, in the old way. They're going to have a mounted escort
7: in case Carl attempts to hijack or attack them. Oh, that's splendid, sir. That's the first piece of good news I've heard in months. But, uh... If they're leaving tomorrow, I'd better get back to my claim and get my pitch blend ready for shipment. Uh, My stuff might as well go along with him. Yes, you're right. You're right, Weir. Before you go, let
2: me give you one word of advice. Mm -hmm. I know how you feel about Kyle. I know how you all feel. But don't try to take the law into your own hands. Kyle is going to discover that no man can, merely by brute force and wanton killing, ruin the lives and destinies of other human beings. Going to find out that neither the human beings up here nor the precious radium they dig out of the earth belong to him. Remember that, Weir. Remember that.
7: Yes, Mr.
1: Tracy. I
2: remember it. Well, Tracy, the dog sleds are about ready to start for Peel River. Still feel you want to send Patton along with them? Yes, yes, I do. We've agreed, haven't we, McKean, that Vernon Kyle will make some sort of attempt at stopping these dog sleds before they get to Peel River? Well, there's hardly any doubt of that. But uh, I'm sending along a mounted escort, you know, headed by Remington. Yes, as I know. But you don't object to Patton going along, too, do you? No, no, certainly not. You see, he'll be my personal representative on the trip, since I made certain promises to the miners. I understand perfectly, Tracy. You don't have to explain. Well, Dick... Looks as if we're about ready to start. Yes, Pat. Another few moments at the most.
4: Gee, Dick, can I go along, too? Boy, I'd give anything to ride all the way to Peel River in one of those dog sleds. I know you would, Junior.
2: But I'm afraid this trip isn't going to be a pleasure, John. There may be trouble. I'd rather you stay here with me.
4: Well, all right, Dick. Anything you say.
2: Tracy, look. There's Vernon Kyle. He's coming over toward us now. Yeah. I see him. That'll be an interesting interview. Very interesting indeed. Well, if he starts anything, I'm going to let him have it right from the ground. Oh, easy, Pat. Let me handle it. Well, if it isn't the famous Mr. Tracy, eh? Huh? What are you doing, giving the miners your blessing before you send them out into the great beyond? Kyle? to put it bluntly, and that's the only way I'll put it to you, you're not welcome here. Oh, I'm not welcome, Tracy. I'm welcome everywhere. I run this town, and every place I go, I'm welcome. I think you've just about worn your welcome thin, Carl. Is that so? Well, let me tell you something, Tracy. Hold on, Tracy. hold on. You can say your piece without poking me in the chest with that riding whip of yours. Now, get this, Tracy. Whether you like it or not, I run this town and the people in it. In the first place, I don't like it. In the second place, you're not running this town any longer. Ah, listen, those miners may think they're saving money by shipping their stuff through to Peel River by dog sled, but they're not. They're going to find it's a lot more expensive. Huh. Your anxiety to save money for them is very touching. I don't like your tone, Tracy, In fact, there's a lot I don't like about you. That goes for you, too, Patton. Mm. Don't tap my arm with that riding whip again, Kyle. Ah, you mean like this? Why not, Patton? (coughs) That's why, Kyle. Pat. Oh, I'm sorry, Dick. I know you asked me not to, but I just had to get one poke at that guy. I've got to admit it was a pleasure. So it was a pleasure, was it, Patton? Yeah. And you'll be sorry for this. On your way, you drugstore cowboy. I think your business with us is over, don't you, Kyle? Uh, We'll be meeting again. That goes for you, too, Patton. I'm going. But before I go, you better take a tip from me. Get those miners to change their minds. Tell them to ship their stuff out by plane. My plane, Tracy. Because if they don't... Yeah, if they don't... I'll be seeing you around, Tracy. I'll be seeing you around. Hmm. I should have hit him again just to make sure. Take it easy, Pat. Sorry you hit him the first time. But after what, he... J- shouldn't have lost your head, Pat. Nothing was gained by that. It relieved my feelings. Well, as a policeman, you're supposed to keep your feelings under control. Remember that. Well, okay, Dick, I'm sorry. Mr. Tracy, the dog teams are all ready to start. All right. Now listen to me, you men. You're going to take these sleds through the Peel River. Don't let anything stop you. You know as well as I do that there'll be an attempt to stop you. But you've got to prove to yourselves that you can do it. That You have the right to transport your pitch blend any way you want to. That means without the help of Vernon Kyle and his airplane. Get going now, and good luck to you. Come on, Dick. I'm seeing you in two days. Take care of yourself, left. Keep an eye on those dogs left for me. Don't worry. We'll be all right. Come
4: Junior. Come
2: on, a terrible night, Tracy. Bitter cold, and there's a high wind blowing. Think it'll snow? No, no, the moon's out. Big, frosty moon at that. You can see it right over the brow of that hill over there. No, I was just thinking of those dog sleds and those men out there and this biting wind. Yes, yes, I know. Well, they'll be all right, I'm sure. Well, Tracy, I must admit that since you've come up here, things have changed. Vernon Kyle isn't quite the braggart he used to be. I'm afraid I haven't done much more than hold him in check up till now.
3: Hey, Dick, Dick, did you hear that? What was it? It
2: was a human cry, Junior. Sounds as if there's a horse coming, too.
3: Yahoo!
4: He's coming for the cabin, whoever he is. He's gone past. Gosh, look, Dick. It's a hooded figure galloping across the moon.
2: Yahoo! I heard something hit the door. Let's see. It's a knife, Fracey. A knife stuck in the door. Yep. There's a note attached to it. What's this mean, I wonder? We'll, we'll read it and see. It says, You cannot win alone against the snake that calls itself Vernon Kyle. I will help you. Signed
4: The Purple Rider. The Purple Rider? Gee, I
7: wonder who he is. The Purple Rider?
1: Who is the Purple Rider? And what further adventures await Dick Tracy in the wilderness of the great Northwest? Will Pat and the dog sled get through safely to Peel River? That's well, hard to tell. But now let's stand by for our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting brought to you by Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those two specially delicious nourishing cereals that are shot from guns that give you trigger fast food energy. And here comes Dick Tracy, Jr., our patrol president now.
4: The meeting will now come to order.
1: Say, Junior, wasn't it great the way Dick got that code message to you today? It sure was. Everybody thought we were talking
4: about football.
1: You never know when that secret code's going to come in handy.
4: Right, Mr. Quaker Man. And you know another swell thing about being a patrol member is that you know the secret handshake.
1: Didn't Dick Tracy use that secret handshake to let you know who he was when he was disguised as the Apache Jr.?
4: Yes, and boy, was I surprised.
1: You know, a lot of patrol members use the secret handshake all the time to recognize each other and to find out whether other fellows and girls belong to the patrol without saying a word.
4: And that's the right way to use it, too.
1: Listen, boys and girls, if you're a member of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol or the National Girls Division, use the secret handshake the way you should. Read your code book. It's full of swell things to do. And if you haven't joined the patrol or the National Girls Division yet, join now so you can get in on all the fun we have together.
4: That's right. Dick Tracy wants you to be in the patrol.
1: It's easy to join. We just tear the tops off two packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice. And then print your name and address on a plain piece of paper. If you're a boy, write boy at the top of the paper... And if you're a girl, write Girl's Division. Put it in an envelope with your two box tops and mail it to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago.
4: Then you're a pal of Dick Tracy's, too. And we have a great time together.
1: And Quaker Puff wheat and Quaker puffed rice breakfast taste just wonderful. These two delicious cereals are shot from guns to give you trigger-fast food energy. So look in the pantry today. And if you don't find any of those famous red and blue packages, ask Mother to get you some of each. At the grocer's right away. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting electrically transcribed Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at this same time. There goes Dick Tracy now. That is all.
7: Process. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha, uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, with an exclusive loot. Bonus surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, Daddy. Ha uh-huh. <laughs> ha From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Calabunga! to the Loot Gaming Video Game Box. What? <laughs>
0: To the with kids huh? starting as large as love of mandelman per month, Those are box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media dot forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig it. you're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
1: Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans, stand by. Here comes Dick Tracy now. Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice, those specially delicious refreshing cereals that are shot from guns to give you lots of trigger fast food energy, now bring you another electrically transcribed episode in this new series of thrilling Dick Tracy adventures. Listen to that big gun. That's the sound you hear all day long at the Quaker plants where Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice are made. It's actually shot from guns, you know. Now, that may seem a strange way to make cereals as delicious and refreshing as puffed wheat and puffed rice are. But there's a reason. When nourishing grains of wheat and rice are shot from these special Quaker guns, they're exploded to eight times their normal size. And that gives puffed wheat and puffed rice those tempting different flavors that thousands of boys and girls and grown-ups enjoy so much. It makes them special easy to digest, too, so that you get their trigger-fast food energy quickly and easily. And remember, you need lots of that same kind of quick energy every day to be as alert and physically fit as Dick Tracy is. And here's another thing. The best way you can show Dick Tracy you're enjoying his swell adventures is to ask Mother to give you puffed wheat for breakfast one day and then puffed rice the next. That way, you let Dick know you're with him and for him. And you have a delightful breakfast change the whole family enjoys. So ask Mother now to get you Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice from the grocer who displays the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol headquarters sign right away. The inhabitants of Pitchblende, a mining town in the Canadian Northwest, live in terror of Vernon Kyle and his lawless gang. Already robbed of half their mines, the townspeople find courage in Dick Tracy's arrival to refuse Kyle's latest demand that their pitchblende ore, which contains radium, be transported by his plane at an exorbitant charge rather than by dog sled. Despite Kyle's threats, the dog teams guarded by Pat Patton and some mounted police are en route to Peel River. Meanwhile, at Mountie headquarters, Tracy, Captain McKean, and Junior hear a weird cry in the night as a mysterious horseman gallops on by the wind, leaving his note at their door. You cannot win alone against the snake that calls itself Vernon Kyle.
2: I will help you. Ye-hoo! And it's signed, the Purple Rider.
4: Purple Rider? Gee, I wonder who he is.
2: Yeah, I can still see him. The hooded rider galloping across the moon. Well, there he's gone now, over the brow of that hill. Well, Tracy, what does this mean? What do you make of it? Well, offhand, McKean, I'd say that the miners hereabout are not the only ones who have grievance against Vernon Kyle. Seems to be someone else. Someone I might add with an obvious leaning toward theatrical effect. Well, what, what do you think this purple rider plans to do? Oh, as to that, McKean, your guess is as good as mine. We can only wait and see. A purple rider?
4: Christ, it sort of makes me feel, oh, I don't know, sort of creepy, Dick.
2: Well, Junior, you know? I should say that's the effect it's intended to produce. Especially in our friend Vernon Kyle. Might be that the Purple Rider hopes to scare Kyle into leaving town, but of course that's just a guess. Nevertheless, whatever the reasons of the Purple Rider happen to be, he's definitely acting outside the law, and it'll be our job to capture him now as well as Vernon Kyle. Yes, Captain. You're quite right about that. Quite right. Hey, Kyle. The jaw of yours is swelling up like a balloon. You sure you don't want some ice or something to put on it? Well, I want anything I'll ask for. Oh, I think that fool Patton broke a tooth when he hit me this afternoon. I'll get him for that. I swear I will. Yeah, but how about those dog sleds and the fellas are driving them? They're the ones we ought to get right now. Oh, don't you think I know it? Yeah, but what are you going to do about it? I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. What do you mean? It's simple. I said I'd get Patton, and I said I'd stop those dog sleds. Well, the boys are on their way to Dead Man's Pass right now. They'll get there before the dog sleds do. And it's going to be just too bad for Patton and the rest of them. You're going to shoot him up a little, eh? Don't be a fool. Think I want to find myself at the end of a rope? No, no, Tracy knows I'm out to get those dog sleds, and they heard me say I get Patton. Well, I'm going to do both those things, all right. But I'm going to do it so that Tracy won't be able to pin anything on me. Yeah, but how are you going to do it? Why's they got their orders? Well, aren't you going to let me in on it? You talk too much. Oh, now, listen, Rand. I, I, I can keep my mouth shut. Let me in on it, will you? I don't like this guy Patton or Tracy for that matter any more than you do. Not a chance. What time is it? Eight o'clock, Why? Baldy was supposed to be here by 7.30, and he ain't showed up yet. Have a look outside. Maybe he's at the bar. Okay. Jumpin' Kyle, look at this. What is it? Quiet. Well, I'll be hanged if it isn't a knife stuck in the door with a note attached to it. A knife with a note? Let me see it quick. Here, here you are. You will never see Baldy again. He is the first. Signed, a purple rider. What the? Jumpin' Jenny rent. Hey, what does that mean? You can see what's written here, catcher. Says we'll never see Baldy again. He's the first. What does that mean, The first. Well, must mean that somebody else will be the second, Kyle. Hey, I, I, I don't like this. Say, who is this purple rider? You ever hear of him before? Oh, but I wouldn't be surprised to hear the traces behind this. Yeah, the more I think of it, the more I'm sure. He's trying to frighten us out of town. Well, he won't get away with it, I tell you. He won't get away with it.
3: Blush!
2: Blush! Oh, boy, this wind sure is sharp and cold. It goes right through these forests. Sure does. We used to cold nights up here, but we don't get many like this, I can tell you. You boys going to make camp for the night? Later on, Patton, after we get through Dead Man's Pass. That's the halfway mark, you know. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's funny. I always had the impression that you men rode in your dog sleds. All you've done since we left Pitchblende is to run behind them and steer them. That's right, Patton. Of course, sometimes we hop on the runners in back for a little rest. But most of the time, we run along with the dogs. Yeah, I notice the dogs keep up a mighty steady pace. Yes, Patton, that's right. They last longer that way. and can serve their strength. I see. Say, what's that howling I hear? Them wolves off on the hill, howling to that big white moon up there. Yeah, sort of weird sound, isn't it? Hey, get used to it. Now, ah, there's that man's pass up there. Yeah, I see. Just an hour pass running between those cliffs, huh? Yeah. Once through there, we can pitch camp for the night and sit down to a good mess of pork and beans. Hey, you men! Dead man's pass, straight ahead. Better move on. Watch, watch, watch. Well, we're coming into dead man's pass now. Say, look at those cliffs of snow and ice towering about us on both sides there. that's yeah. so the other. Yep. Gosh, they're beautiful, especially with the moonshine on them. Yeah, another five minutes and we'll be through and... And for that pork and bean. Oh, I could do with a mess of pork hey, hey, What's that? The snow. It's, it's coming down. Yeah, right it's a hey, snow sign. It's a snow sign. Hey, hey, run for hey, your hey, lives. Hey, run, hey, you hey, fools. Run. Run. Well, Tracy, I think it's about time for me to be hitting the hay. How about you? Well, not for a while yet, McKean. I want to finish this chapter on radium before I turn in. Well, if you're going to stay up, maybe I'll stay up a little while and finish another pipe. Well, oh, now, please don't fear. you have to play host. <laughs> we get so few visitors up here in the wilderness, I'm glad I have a chance to chat about things. I know just how you feel. Say, are those wolves howling? Yes, baying at the moon, I guess. Not a sound you city folks have often. Now, well, up here in the loneliness, <laughs> we're used to it. I suppose so. It certainly has a lonely quality, hasn't it? I can imagine what it's like out there in those frozen wastes. You know, this country makes a man feel like. Huh? Know, what can that be at this time of the night? Another one way to find out. Right. All right. All right. I'm coming. I'm coming. Right. Jack. In the name of heaven. Hurry, hurry, man. What's happened to you? Dead man's past. The dog sled. Snow slide. What? Avalanche. Oh. Hurry, or it'll be too late. Did you say a snow slide? Yeah. Every sled. Buried beneath the snow, except mine. I was in the rear. I was just about to enter the password. What had happened? For heaven's sake, hurry! Crazy! What'll we do? Round up as many men and dog teams we've got. We've got to save those men. But we can we bury beneath the Don't snow? Don't talk, and... man. Act. Round up your men. Get every dog sled available and as many shovels as you can find. We've got to save those men, and we've got to start at once if we're to do it.
0: Let's right, go. You know. Well, oh, heaven on, help
2: us to be in time. Fuck you dogs. Come along, those dogs to the limit. Don't let up. The lives of the men may depend on those animals. Uh, it's strange, Tracy. Very strange. Uh, what is the game? Uh, there's never been a snow slide at Deadman's Pass. They can't figure out what could have caused one at this time. And one uh, just as those men were passing oh. through, too. Well, the fact that there's never been one before, and this one happened just as the men were passing through, those aren't meaningless, unrelated facts. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, McKean, that that pass was exploded. I know it sounds like a wild guess, but I have a strong hunch. Dynamite was used to move that snow at precisely the right moment to trap those dog sleds. You uh, think Vernon Kyle did it, eh? Yes, sir. I'm quite certain that Vernon Kyle is mixed up in this. But I'm not as certain that we'll be able to prove it. He didn't want that dog sled party to get through. He also wanted to get back at Patton. He's chosen the one method by which he could accomplish his plans and cover his tracks at the same time. Well, if he's responsible, we'll find some way of getting him. I hope so. Keep them moving, McKean. Uh, Get along there. And, Tracy, we've got to save those men. I feel a sense of personal responsibility, and I'm sure you do. They've got families, many of them, and if they should die... Think about it. Keep moving. Hurry, you men. Keep up with us here. Yes, We're doing the best we can. Hey, Tracy, look. There's Deadman's Pass ahead. Yes. Look at that mound of snow. What? We're going to have a handful digging them out of there. Well, we've got to save them. We've got to. And we will, McKean, if it's humanly possible. Uh, all right, right men. Pull up. We're here now. All right, pull those lens over to the side. And uh, get those shovels and get busy. McKean, uh, if they're buried under all that snow, they haven't got a chance. Yeah, that's what I say. What are you men talking about? There's one chance in a million to save those men. We've got to take it. We've got to dig until we collapse. Now get in there and start. Every second counts. Okay, come Mr. Grady, get going, boys. Yes, it's hard. Come
5: on, now, get started here. What? Ah.
2: Ah. Hey, come on, here it, boys. Huh? Here's one God. of them. Come on, help me pull him off. Okay, he's frozen. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Okay. Who is the crazy? Pat. Pat, speak to me, old man. Speak to me. He's finished you Ask me. Don't stand around you, man. Keep on digging. There are others in there. Get them out. Keep digging, you hear? Keep digging. Come on, boy. Keep at it. Pat. Pat, old boy. Is
1: Is he? Is he? I don't know, McKean. I don't know. Come on. Is Pat Patton alive or dead? And what will happen next in this drama of the forces of law against the forces of evil? We'll soon know. But now it's time for our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting, and all you boys and girls are invited to attend by Quaker Puff Wheat and Quaker Puff Rice, those two specially delicious, refreshing cereals that are shot from guns to give you trigger-fast food energy. All right, Junior, we're
4: ready. The meeting will now come to order, and today Miss Tress Trueheart has a special message for you.
1: Yes, Miss Trueheart wants to congratulate all the girls on the way they're getting their friends to join the National Girls Division are the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol.
4: And Dick Tracy sends congratulations to the fellas, too. You're doing a swell job.
1: Dick and Tess want me to remind you all to be sure to sign your patrol pledge in the presence of your mother when you get it. That's very important.
4: You know, the patrol pledge really does mean a lot. That pledge has been a lasting bond between Dick Tracy, Pat, and me through all our adventures together.
1: Just like the three musketeers, eh, Junior?
4: Yes, sir. All for one and one for all. And Dick would like to know that every real red-blooded boy and girl in the country has signed that same pledge that means so much to us.
1: Hear that, fellas and girls? If you've signed your pledge, you know how much that means. But if you haven't joined the patrol yet, send for your membership now. Get your secret code book, your patrol pledge, an official badge, free. Now, here's all you do. Just send two Quaker Puff Tweet or Quaker Puff Rice box tops with your name and address printed on a plain piece of paper... To Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. And on this piece of paper, where you print your name and address, also print Girls Division if you're a girl, or if you're a boy, just print the word boy. Remember, Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice are the two specially delicious cereals that give you trigger-fast food energy because they're shot from guns. So ask Mother now to get you some of each from the grocers right away. Adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting electrically transcribed Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at the same time. There goes Dick Tracy now. That is all.
0: You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
1: Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans, stand by. Here comes Dick Tracy now. Yes, it's time for Dick Tracy in another electrically transcribed episode of his thrilling detective adventures brought to you by Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice, the specially delicious nourishing cereals that are shot from guns to give you trigger fast food energy. Well, spring's on the way. Day's getting longer. There's lots more time now for patrol activities and fun outdoors. And that means that you need lots of trigger-fast food energy to keep wide awake and fast on your feet the way Dick Tracy wants you to be. Big guns, hear them? Dozens of times every day, those special Quaker guns are actually loaded with sun-ripened grains of nourishing wheat and rice. Then these hard-to-digest little kernels of grain are exploded to eight times their normal size. And that not only makes them look different and taste better than ordinary cereals... That special Quaker process makes puffed wheat and puffed rice specially easy to digest so that you get trigger-fast food energy more quickly and easily. So have puffed wheat one morning and then puffed rice the next for a delightful variety. Look in the pantry now to see if you have any of those famous red and blue packages. And if not, ask Mother today to get you some Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice from the grocery that displays the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol headquarters sign. Dick Tracy has been trying to bring to justice the notorious outlaw of the great Northwest, Vernon Kyle. In our last episode, we heard how the mysterious Purple Rider had kidnapped one of Kyle's men. But Kyle and his men made good their threat to stop the dog sleds carrying loads of pitch blend from getting through to Peel River by causing a snow slide, just as the dog teams were passing through Dead Man's Pass. The mounted police were frantically trying to dig the men out. Pat Patton was the first to be discovered, and from his condition... It would seem that the rescuers may have arrived too late. Tracy is patting there, uh, is he? I don't know, McKean, I don't know. Keep your men out of it, keep
2: them digging. They've got to find those miners and save them if they can. Uh, Dick. Dick, Pat, Dick. Dick. thank goodness you're alive. Oh, it's cold. Well, the boys have done a fire, I'll get you over there. Yeah, fire. Very close to the fire. Oh, I'm cold. So cold. Well, not too close, Pat. You'll have to take it by easy stages. Come on, now. Uh. Oh, There we are Oh, well, I was afraid it was all over with you, Pat Oh, I thought so, too, Dick How about the others? They're digging for them, Pat Here's another one! Oh, good. Yeah. Bring him over here to the fire, McKean Very hard to carry All right, lend a hand, boys He's breathing, though He'll pull out of it, all right God's been good to us tonight, Tracy Yes, we have much to be grateful for Keep the boys out of it, McKean. Yeah, They're doing the best they can, Tracy. They've dug through to the sled, and it won't be long before they have all of them out. And we arrived just in time, Tracy. A few minutes later, and it might have been all over with these men. Let me get closer to that fire, Dick. All right, Pat. Easy does it. Not too close. Oh Gosh, Dick, it was awful. I thought we were finished when the snow caved in on us. It happened so fast. We couldn't run. We were trapped. Yeah, I know. Well, there was one man who won't be so happy to see you survive this snowslide. And that's Vernon Kyle. Do you think Kyle was behind all this? I'm sure of it, Pat. That snow slide was timed too nicely. Having it happened just at the precise moment it did wasn't a coincidence, Pat. Tell me, did you hear sounds like explosives going off? Oh, I'm not sure, but I I think so. As I said, it all happened so fast. Yes, exactly. Much faster than an ordinary snow slide because dynamite started it. We've got to get Kyle for this if for nothing else. We'll get him. The Purple Rider doesn't get him first. The Purple Rider... What are you talking about? Well, the Purple Rider, Pat, is a man who seems to share our dislike for Kyle. A fellow, apparently, who's decided to take the law into his own hands. We had a note from him tonight saying that he was going to help us put Kyle out of the way. What do you know about that? Have you any idea who the Purple Rider is, Dick? No, Pat, I haven't. All I do know is that he's a man with a flair for showmanship. Wears a purple hood and goes in for a mystery atmosphere. But this much is certain. Whoever he is, we'll have to do what we can to stop him. Stop him? But if he wants to help us... I know, I know. His intentions may be all right, Pat. But his methods are wrong. If we sanction what he's trying to do, we're sanctioning mob rule. doesn't make any difference whether it's just one individual taking the law into his own hands or 20. No, Pat. Our job up here is twice as big now as it was before. We've got to bring Kyle to justice. And we've got to stop the Purple Rider as well. Tracy. Always Tracy. Everywhere I turn, he's there. This is the last time that fellow's going to cross me. Oh, now take it easy. Shut Kyle. up. I know what I'm doing. What's the matter with you guys anyway? You've put guys out of the way before. Why can't you take care of Tracy? His life isn't charmed. First one of you fools misses out on a good chance to put Tracy out of the way, and lets Tracy shoot him through the window. Then there's this purple rider. Well, I know one thing. Tracy's behind that purple rider. And by the time I'm through, I'll know more. And now there's this dead man's past business. You made a mess of that, didn't you? Oh, we tried. To... Shut to up, I way said. Way. All right. I know the sleds didn't get through, but that isn't enough. I wanted to get those miners. I wanted to teach them a lesson. Patton. I wanted Patton out of the way. Well, can we help it if Tracy was told about the snowslide? Can we help it if the Mounties got there in time and you dug those men out? Snowslide? You call that a snowslide? They were able to dig Patton and the miners out in 15 minutes. You had enough dynamite to blow dead man's pass and everything in it to the moon. Why didn't you do it? Oh, well, we did the best we could. The best, huh? Well, if that's your best, i better get me another gang. A gang that isn't scared at the sound of Dick Tracy's name. Oh, now, boss. Hand right. me my cigarette case out of my coat there. Okay, boss, I'll get it. Everything goes wrong, everything. I wanted to teach them miners they couldn't get away with using them dog sleds when I wanted them to use my plane. And here's your cigarette case, boss. If them miners get away with this, the next thing you know, they'll decide they don't want me for a partner anymore. With Tracy behind them, encouraging them to stand up and fight... They may get the idea they can win out against me. Well, if they do, they're crazy. I'll put the screws on. I'll show them what it means to. uh, Carl, what is it? What happened? Hey, you look pale. My cigarette case. Look. What's the matter with your cigarette case? A note. A slip of paper pasted inside. What do you know? Say this. It it. It says Baldy is gone. Another will follow him tonight. Expect me at nine o'clock. And it's signed. The Purple Rider. The Purple Rider? Look, I'm getting out of her here. Yeah, me too. I don't like oh, that. Here we are, all of you. I don't know how this note got inside my cigarette case, who put it there, or how he did it. But you can bet your boots it was put there by somebody who's human, just like the rest of us. There ain't nothing to be frightened about. You boys stick to me. And... Hey, there. It's him. It's the Purple Rider. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. we are, all of you. It's not 9 o'clock yet. It it can't be the Purple Rider. Throw your guns. Hey, I, I, I got mine. Okay. Bill? Open that door. Me? Yeah, you heard me. Open that door. Sure. Sure. Good evening, gentlemen. Tracy. It's
4: Tracy. Holy mackerel.
2: And I thought it was... Huh? Who did you think it was? Don't mind that.
3: What are you doing here, Tracy?
2: What do you want? We've come to have a quiet little talk with you, Kyle. Sort of... All right, Pat. I'll handle this. this. Kyle, I suppose you know why I'm here. I don't know, and I don't care. I'm here to warn you and to have a showdown. That's very nice of you. All right, save your sarcasm. Carl, you're beginning to... Oh, now, wait a minute, Tracy. You listen to me. I'll do the talking. Carl, you've terrorized the miners long enough. You've extorted 50% of their profits, even though you didn't rate a penny. What's more, you've assumed that you can play fast and loose with radium. One of the rarest, most expensive, and most precious elements. An element which civilization needs. You're going to find that you made a serious mistake. And the day when you're going to make this rather shocking discovery is very close at hand. Now I'll tell you. If that's all you've got to say, Tracy, you can... Dick, yeah, let me take a poke at that... No, loud no, no, no take it easy, Pat. Now, Kyle, I've warned you. If you're wise, you'll heed that warning. If I'm wise, huh? Eh? Well, you've done a lot of talking. Now, I'll tell you something. And get this, Greenhorn, and get it straight. You and me tangled once before. You happen to win out, then, but that don't mean it'll happen again. I run this town, see? I've run it for a long time. And I'm not going to be forced out by a tenderfoot from the city, even if his name happens to be Dick Tracy. So you come here to warn me, huh? Listen, you hang around here much longer, Tracy. You keep pushing your face into things that ain't your business, and you might not get back to the big city alive. <laughs> hey, do you hear what I hear, Dick? And yeah, that goes for you, too, Patton. I owe you something special. I haven't forgotten that sock on the jaw. You caught me off my guard, then. Well, you're not off your guard now, so... Easy, Pat, easy. You heard him, Dick. He wants another chance. All right, me... all right, forget it. Quite a scrap of that shadow of yours, Tracy, Maybe one of these days, him and me will have the pleasure of meeting private. Any time at all, Kyle. Casey, you don't think you can scare me out, do you? And another thing, all this hocus-pocus. If you think this purple rider bluff scares me, you're crazy. I know he's one of your men. So, you think the purple rider is one of my men, do you? Yeah, you're not kidding me. I don't know what you've done with Baldy, but you better see that he turns up real quick, alive and safe. Yeah, and you better cut out sending me them notes. Notes, huh? So, you've been getting a few notes, too, have you? Yeah, you know I have. On this one of my cigarette case. May I see it? You don't have to see it, you wrote it. You came a little early tonight, Purple Rider. You said you wouldn't come until nine o'clock. I see. So now you think I'm the Purple Rider. A few seconds ago, he was supposed to be someone working for me. But well, for your information, Kyle, I'm not the Purple Rider, and I don't know who he is. But I do know this he's out to get you, and he will if he isn't stopped. Which puts me in a peculiar position. I'm out to bring one man to justice, that's you, and to stop another, the Purple Rider, who's trying to do the job for me. Stop him? I don't believe it. I didn't suppose you would. The difference between the Purple Rider and me is that I'm out to get you in the name of the law, and the Purple Rider, whoever he is, is taking the law into his own hands. And his motive is revenge. It's night nine o'clock now, Kyle. Well, one of it? It's the guy that calls himself the Purple Rider. He said he'd be here at nine. And and he'd take one of us guys away with him. I wouldn't worry about that. You're looking at the Purple Rider right now, and his name is Tracy. Yeah, well, how do you know he's a Purple Rider? Tracy just told you he wasn't. You ain't got no proof that he...
3: Oh, kick that door open. Oh! Jump! Look! Standing there in the door. Dick, look.
2: Yes, Pat. It's the Rider. Purple Rider. And he's got the drop on us.
1: Who is the Purple Rider? And what will happen next? Can you guess? It's a puzzler. Now, all you wide-awake Dick Tracy fans are invited to attend our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting brought to you by Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, the delicious, nourishing cereals that give you trigger-fast food energy, because they're shot from guns. All right, Mr. President, we're ready.
4: The meeting will now come to order. And today we have great news Whoa, with... whoa,
1: whoa, Junior. Just a second here. Here comes the president of the National Girls Division of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol.
4: Oh, hello, Miss Trueheart. Hello, Junior and Mr. Quakerman. Hello. I just had to run out today and tell you all the good news. Oh, great. What is it? Well, we've been checking the new memberships in the Girls Division, and what do you think? I don't know what. The National Girls' Division was only started nine days ago, and already the girls' membership has more than doubled.
3: Isn't that wonderful? Oh, I'll say. No, it
1: certainly is, Miss Trueheart. Congratulations.
3: The girls are the ones to be congratulated, Miss Quakerman. All the wide-awake girls who love fun and adventures, who stand for law and order and who do things, are joining and telling their friends to join.
4: All the regular fellows are joining the patrol, too. And it's swell to see them join and then be promoted to sergeant, then lieutenant... Captain, and then to Inspector General. The girls are starting to win their promotions to the officers' ranks, too. We had a lot of applications this week. Dick and I are very proud of all our patrol members and the great work they're doing.
1: And you're just as proud when you're a patrol member, so don't miss another day of the fun. Join now and get your secret code book, your patrol pledge, and official badge all free. It's easy to join the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol or the National Girls Division. You just tear the tops off two packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice or one of both. Print your name and address clearly on a plain piece of paper. And if you're a boy, be sure to write boy at the top of the piece of paper. And if you're a girl, write girl's division. And then mail it with your two box tops to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. And then you're a full-fledged member of a great nationwide organization of hundreds of thousands of the finest, keenest boys and girls in the country. So look to see if there's some delicious, refreshing Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice in your pantry now. They're the different nourishing cereals that give you trigger-fast food energy like Dick Tracy has. Because they're shot from guns. And if you don't see those famous red and blue packages there, ask Mother today to get you some Quaker puffed wheat. And Quaker puffed rice from the grocer right away. Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting, electrically transcribed Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at this same time. There goes Dick Tracy now. That is all.
0: tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media.
1: Calling all adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans, stand by. Here comes Dick Tracy now. Dick Tracy, that fearless detective you read about in your daily paper, is with us again in another thrilling, electrically transcribed adventure brought to you by Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice. Those two delicious, ready-to-eat cereals that are shot from guns to give you lots of trigger fast food energy. That's the sound you hear when the big Quaker guns are making puffed wheat and puffed rice. By this special Quaker process, the hard little kernels of sun-ripened wheat and rice are exploded into plump, crisp, delicious Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice, eight times the original size. That's why they look and taste so different from ordinary cereals, and why they're so specially good for you. All the tiny, hard-to-digest food cells are exploded, unlocked, so that you get their quick energy much more easily. So to get lots of trigger-fast energy... To help make you quick-thinking and quick-acting like Dick Tracy wants you to be, have a big dish of delicious, refreshing puffed wheat one day, and then puffed rice the next. Look in the pantry right now to make sure Mother has some of those famous red and blue packages there. And if you don't see any, ask her to get some of each for you right away from the grocer displaying the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol Headquarters sign. And now for Dick Tracy. In our last episode, we heard how Pat and the miners who were dog sledding to Peel River were rescued from the snowslide which buried them, a snowslide caused by Vernon Kyle. After rescuing Pat and the others, Tracy went to Kyle's headquarters to have a showdown with the outlaw. But before Tracy arrived, Kyle received a note from a man calling himself the Purple Rider and threatening to appear at nine o'clock that evening. Promptly on the stroke of nine, the door of Kyle's headquarters was kicked open, and there stood
7: the Purple Rider. Listen.
4: there's Look. Yes, Pat? It's
7: the Rider. The Purple Rider. And he's got the drop on us. Yes, Tracy, I've got the drop on you. Two guns, my friends, and they'll go to work if any one of you makes one wrong move. Tracy, I,
2: I didn't believe you when you said you weren't the Purple Rider. I see I was wrong. Well, there are lots of other things you're wrong about, Kyle.
7: Tracy, you have something there. So, Vernon Kyle, you fool, you thought Tracy was the purple rider. That's Baldy. What would you do with him? I told you in my last note you'd never see Baldy again. You never will. And that note you found in your cigarette case. I told you I'd be here promptly at nine tonight and I'd take another of your men with me. It's exactly nine o'clock, Vernon Kyle. Who are you? Take off that purple hood. Never mind who I am. All you need to know is that I'm not a friend of yours. You'd know me, Vernon Kyle, if you could see my face. We've, uh, met before. What are you gonna do? What do you want? Vernon Kyle, I want to see you tortured as you've tortured others. I'm going to make you pay, pay separately for every sin you've committed against mankind. First, I'm going to deprive you of your men, one by one. I'm going to remove this gang that's done your dirty work for you and protected you. One by one, Vernon Kyle, I shall take them with me. Then, Vernon Kyle, when you're all alone, I shall come for you. You can't stop me, and you can't escape me, and you can't harm me. <laughs> I can see you're a little worried, Kyle. <laughs> Don't try that, Mr. Tracy.
2: You're pretty sharp, little writer. I thought I saw my chance.
7: I intend no harm to you, Tracy.
2: And if I know, you implied as much in your note. But I appreciate your motives, and I'm grateful for the fact that you're trying to help me. But you're not going about it the right way. You've taken the law into your own hands, and I can't permit that. You have no choice,
7: Mr. Tracy.
2: Perhaps not. You might
7: as well know now that I'm going to do all in my power to stop you. You must do your duty as you see it, Mr. Tracy. And I have uh, my duty as I see it. I'm going to rid the world of such people as Vernon Kyle and his outlaws. I said the people. I, I meant Vernon... The world will be a better place without him, and you must agree to that, Mr. Tracy. Yes, I know, but... Then we have no quarrel that I can see. We both agree that Vernon Kyle and his men must be put out of the way. We only disagree in the manner of doing it. I can't get away with this. Where we are, I'll get you for it. (laughs) Stop blustering, Kyle. You. What's your name? Me? Yes, you. Everybody calls me Bill. Well, Bill... How would you like to go where Baldy went to? Where where did Baldy go to? You'll find out, Bill. And now, you're coming with me. No.
2: No, listen. For the love of Pete, be reasonable. Well, I can name
7: many occasions when someone begged you for mercy. and You didn't give it. Someone who wanted to go on living as much as you do. But whose life served a better and more useful purpose. Say goodbye to your friends he will never see them again. You men, stop him. Don't let him get away with this. We'll see you oh, look No, I will, you. You men, take a look at Kyle now. Take a good look at the man you've been working for, and you'll begin to see Mr. Kyle in his real colors. Rather upright yellow, I'd call it. All right, Bill, move. Listen, I... Move! Yeah, sure. Goodbye, gentlemen. I will call again very soon, Vernon, Kyle, for another of your men. Farewell. Farewell. Look out, Pat. Be don't be a fool, Dick. It's really going to
2: get out of my way, Pat. Uh, too late now. He's gone. Well, Kyle, you don't look very comfortable. That's ah, all a trick scheme to frighten me away. Well, you won't get away with it either of you. What a hocus pocus, and you know it. I'll get that purple rider before he gets me. Mark my words, Tracy. I'll get him before he gets me. I wouldn't be too sure of that, Kyle. Any word from Bill or Baldy yet, uh, Kyle? No, not yet. Well, looks like the purple rider meant what he said all right. We'll never see him again. Baldy or Bill. Who do you think will be next? Stop that kind of talk. I tell you Tracy's behind that purple rider trying to scare us into leaving town. Well, he's going to find out we don't scare that easy. What are you going to do? Tracy thinks he's got me buffaloed. Well, we'll see about that. He's having this purple ride to pick us off one by one. Well, we won't just sit around waiting to be picked off. Maybe we'll do some picking off ourselves. You mean you're going to... So Tracy can send someone around to capture people, so can I. Capturing Tracy may be too great a risk. Besides, he don't scare easy. He may have an iron nerve, but there's one thing he wouldn't be able to hold out against. And that's the kid. No, I don't, I don't yeah. get you, boss. I don't suppose we were to get hold of that kid, huh? Grab him while Tracy wasn't around. How do you suppose Tracy would feel then? What do you think he'd do?
4: Gee, I, I don't
2: know, boss. Well, I'll tell you. Tracy's crazy about that kid. If we held the kid where Tracy couldn't get to him, he'd do anything we wanted him to do. We'd be able to twist Tracy around a little finger, and that's just what we're going to do. And listen to me. Yeah, go on, Vern. You know that hideout up in the hills, about three miles. You mean the one on the edge of the precipice? Yeah, that's the one. You're going to get hold of that kid, Junior, and take him up there. And you're going to keep him there till I tell you what to do with him. Sure, but how are we going to get a hold of that kid? That's simple. Every afternoon, Captain McKeon takes that kid out riding. I know, because I've seen them together lots of times.
3: Well,
4: now this is what you're going to do. Oh, gee, Captain McKean, it certainly is great up here in the mountains. Yeah, isn't it, though? Uh, Junior,
2: the man who first saw this instead of was God's country and knew what he was talking about. He must have been a city
7: man who came up here and saw these hills and the open prairies and compared them with what he had come from. <laughs> Why you can breathe out here? <laughs>
4: well, there are lots of things about the city I like too. Oh
7: yes, I suppose there are things a fella can like there. But there. look off down there, and what have you? The old town of Pitchblende lying before you.
4: Yeah, those are the Pitchblende deposits over there, aren't they, Captain? Yeah, that's right. Say, so, tell me, Captain McKean, who first discovered radium?
2: Well, as near as I know, it was first discovered by a Polish scientist, a woman named Curie, uh, Madame Curie. Well, she and her husband worked years searching for radium, and they finally discovered it in the substance called pitchblende. Well, they discovered another substance in pitchblende too, but you don't hear much about it, and yet it's just as important and just as rare.
6: What is that, Captain?
2: Oh, it's a substance called uh, polonium. Madame Curie called it that after her native land, uh, Poland. Oh. Eh, there was a woman for you, Junior. Probably one of the greatest that ever lived. She and her husband worked night and day for many years before they isolated radium, as they uh, called it.
4: Gee, they must have made lots of money with their discovery. No, they
2: didn't. They gave their discovery to the world, Junior, and didn't ask a penny in return. Uh, They felt that radium was too important for the world's happiness to be used just for personal profit. And that's the real scientific spirit, you know.
4: That's the kind of spirit Vernon Kyle and his men haven't
2: got. Kyle thinks radium was brought into the world for his own special benefit.
7: Yeah.
2: He thinks he can turn it into a personal racket. But he'll find out he can't get away with it.
7: Well, youngster, that... Sun's going down. I think mm-hmm. we'd better start back, hmm? Tracy will start to wonder what's happened to us if we don't. Okay.
4: I'll race you to the foot of the hill. No no,
2: no, no, you won't. You're getting to be a good rider, but you're not that good. Now, you wait a while before you try and gallop a horse downhill.
4: Well, I remember what you told me about riding a horse downhill. To lean back and throw my weight against his haunches so he won't trip or stumble. That's
2: right. But you'll have to get more accustomed to the saddle before you try that at a gallop. Boy, <laughs> well, hey, I remember when I was a boy about your age, I...
4: Say, Captain, what was that?
2: It sounded like shooting.
4: Well, it is shooting. Gosh! <laughs>
2: Uh, there's trouble over there, Junior. I've got to see what it is. I'll come with you, no, Captain. No, 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 wait here. There's shooting going on, and I don't want anything to happen to you. But, Captain,
4: I'll be all right. You stay I... here. Get crazy He'd skin me alive if he knew i exposed you to danger.
3: Oh, all I'll right. I'll be back in a moment. Come on, get up,
4: uh, come on. Gee, the way Captain McKean and Dick treat me, you think I was a kid there's or something. Gee, I wonder what's going on over there. Hmm. I wonder who these men on horseback are. They're coming over here. you
2: crazy junior, ain't you? Yeah, what about it? All right, boys, bring them along. Okay. okay now, wait a board, minute. Kid. What's the idea, You'll fellas? You'll find out, kid. You'll find out. Just come quiet. That's all. Hey, listen,
4: what do you think you're trying to do? Well, huh? You're going
2: to be tough, huh? Well, I'll soon change that. Oh,
4: God, God, Come on, all you. are not going to take me without a fight. Get come on, him,
2: get 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 him, him, get oh. him, boys. Sweet his arms. Grab him the rest of
6: you. Come all on, now.
4: You won't keep me long. Not when Dick finds out about this. All
6: right, let's get going. That Mounty will be back any minute. Anyway, we've got what we came for. Come on, girl.
1: Come on. With Junior captured by Vernon Kyle and his gang, the situation indeed has become desperate. What will be Tracy's next move? And by the way, do you know who the Purple Rider really is? Now you see if you can figure it out. And now, fellows and girls, you're all invited to attend our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting brought to you by Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those specially delicious cereals that are shot from guns to give you trigger fast food energy. And Pat Patton is acting president today in Junior's absence.
3: The meeting will come
2: to order. And today, Dick Tracy has a special assignment for you patrol members.
1: I'll read it to you. Listen. To all members of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol and of the National Girls Division, on this day, April 14th, 1938, you are officially appointed to the rank of patrol safety officer. In that capacity, you are to use your influence to promote safety among the boys and girls in your neighborhood. To do this, first, set a good example yourself by obeying traffic lights, by not playing in streets, alleys, roads, or other thoroughfares, and by looking both ways carefully before you cross the street. Second, caution other fellows and girls who endanger their lives by playing in the streets or by being careless at crossings. This is a definite and important patrol activity to which you are now officially assigned Dick Tracy, Commander in Chief.
2: So wear your official members or officers badge to show that you're a duly appointed safety patrol officer.
1: And if you haven't got the official Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol badge yet, join now. It's easy. You just send two Quaker Puff Tweet or Quaker Puffed Rice Box Tops with your name and address printed on a plain piece of paper to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. If you're a boy, be sure to write the word boy at the top of the page. And if you're a girl, write Girls Division. And mail it with your two box tops to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago.
2: Then Dick sends you your official badge, your secret code book, and patrol pledge.
1: And at the same time, you're getting lots of trigger-fast food energy every day from your swell breakfast of Quaker Puff Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice. Because those two different delicious cereals are shot from guns. So ask Mother now to get you some Quaker Puff Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice at the grocer's right away. Shh! <laughs> Adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting electrically transcribed Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at the same time. There goes Dick Tracy now. That is all.